Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jeremy Goodwin. Today, we'll go behind the headlines to discuss the latest updates in the case about Planned Parenthood's license to provide abortion services. Joining me in studio to talk about it is our health reporter, Sarah Fentum. She has been following this closely. Sarah, thanks so much for coming in today. Hi, everybody. And we know you're rotating between this studio and your desk and breaking developments. <laughs> this is a developing story. Um, there's a little news this morning. There's a little bit of news. And just to quickly recap what's going on here. So the issue in question is this clinic's abortion facility license and the inspections that need to get it renewed. Each year, the clinic has to un undergo an inspection to get the state to sort of re-up its license. And so a handful of doctors who worked at that clinic but weren't employed by Planned Parenthood didn't want to be interviewed as part of that inspection. And so the state didn't renew the license and uh, the license was set to run out last week. But um, a, a temporary restraining order is keeping it keeping it in, uh, in operation. And so now it appears the state has moved to dismiss uh, the Planned Parenthood request for a preliminary injunction that would keep the state from not renewing that license. And so basically the state is 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 looking to uh, to uh, they're they're looking to dismiss to dismiss okay. this whole thing. And um, that's as far that just came the reason why I'm stammering is it just came in like just four minutes ago. Right, right. And, and so that's unfortunately all we know um, okay. so at the, this point. The point counterpunching in, in the court system just is continuing and there's the late the latest move by by the state came this morning. Right, it just came about five minutes ago. <laughs> let's um, let's put this in a little more context for folks who aren't following it as closely as folks in this newsroom. Sure. At this hour a week ago, um, there was a lot of drama in the air as the Planned Parenthood St. Louis location was looking at possibly losing its ability to provide abortion services at midnight that night. Yes. That didn't happen. What happened? So it didn't happen. Planned Parenthood got what they consider is a victory. Um, the judge granted them a temporary restraining order that lets them keep their license until the judge makes a more definitive ruling. But it's important to remember that that temporary restraining order wasn't a judgment on the merits of either side's argument. It was just to keep the status quo in place until the judge makes a bigger decision about this license renewal process. Okay, so it was sort of a, a, a brief reprieve. It was, they, they said, oh, well, we're celebrating this today, but the battle is far from over for them. And so uh, so basically, it's just keeping everything the same until a bigger decision is made. Okay. And this has continued to develop over the course of this week. What, what's happened? So this week, the judge actually heard both sides of this argument. And what he will need to decide if, is if the state can decide not to renew a license based on not having interviewed those physicians at Planned Parenthood. So this is a regulatory argument. Um, and you, you mentioned a big sticking point between the parties was the state's request to interview these physicians, yes. some of whom I understand work full-time for Planned Parenthood, some who don't, they're there as contractors. Mm -hmm. And Planned Parenthood didn't want to give access to, to those physicians. Well, what they say is that we can't give access to those physicians because they're not Planned Parenthood employees. Um, they are physicians that can rotate in and out of the clinic. And they're saying because they don't work for us, we can't compel them to talk to people during an inspection. And they have their own attorneys. Their own attorneys have said, um, have have advised them to not talk to the state. Um, what they say is this investigation is somewhat open-ended, um, those are their words, and to talk without more information could potentially implicate them in, in a criminal proceeding. Is this an annual license renewal? Yes. So and none of this is new, right? Are, are interviews like this, have they been part of this in the past? Planned Parenthood says that interviews like this particular request 
are unprecedented, um, especially when there isn't a particular problem that needs to be addressed. But that that state is saying we need to interview people about this particular problem. Um, Planned Parenthood saying, you know, you're not giving us any information about what these interviews are in regards to. It's just you just want to interview people um, without giving us a definitive reason, and uh, they're saying that is something that's unprecedented. I, um, the the inspection process itself has been going on for years and years. Um, uh, Dr. Eisenberg, who's the medical director of that clinic, says every year we've had an inspection, every year we've gotten our license renewed, but this is the first time that we've seen this tangling over these kinds of interviews. What is the state presenting as the problems that need to be addressed then? That's another thing. They're somewhat vague about this to both apparently Planned Parenthood and to the public at large. They they have concerns about what they say are, uh, they call them deficiencies, um, instances of uh, instances where patients have been put in what they call grave danger. Um, other than that, they are reticent to say what exactly those problems are. Um, would, and a, would a typical license renewal process have some bullet points about what the exact concerns are? And that's a big thing that's before the judge right now is there's actually a license renewal process that's set out in in state law that says um, that says inspections happen and if there are deficiencies the state um, and the and the clinic can work on a correction plan um, and then it's kind of reinspected and you go back and forth with these correction plans and only if the the state or only if the clinic doesn't comply with these correction plans and keeps on breaking rules will the clinic not be given its license back. Mm -hmm. And what Planned Parenthood's saying is, you're not following these rules as part of this investigation. Like, if we don't know exactly what the problems are, we can't fix them. Uh, what the state is saying is, if you're not making these people available for interviews, we can't do that inspection to know what the deficiencies are. And so there's a little bit of tangling over, <laughs> a lot of tangling, over what the proper processes for this inspection and license renewal procedure are. Mm. Well, maybe it's it's important to take a, a bit of a step back and look at the broader context of this issue in the state right now. Yes. Uh, the threat to deny this license renewal comes hot on the heels of the General Assembly passing and Governor Parsons signing a law that further restricts access to legal abortions in the state. Uh, it, now the State Department of Health and Senior Services, have they opened a sort of second front in this battle alongside the legislature to use regulatory power to, to curb abortion access? Well, that's certainly what Planned Parenthood lawyers are saying. Uh -huh. um, what the state is saying is this is not, even though the optics of it are appear to make it look like that, um, what the state health department is saying is this isn't about abortion at all. This is about regulatory procedures. And so what they say is it's our job to make sure that these facilities are in compliance with the law, that they are keeping people safe. Um, and even though these procedures are politically charged, that's not what this is about. Planned Parenthood says, no, this state has a record of being um, opposed to abortion. And this latest, uh, this latest regulatory tangle is just the latest in a bunch of moves by the state to restrict access to, to Missouri women. Hmm. And I know language um, regarding uh, the latest round of restrictions on abortion have sort of circulated from state to state. One wonders, um, the state is presenting this not as a political decision, but one wonders if there's tactics here that other states may emulate. 
I talked to someone this morning about that, and I think it really um, it really depends on what happens with the judge. I, I think if if this is something that eventually gets a license taken away, regardless of whether it's a political move or not, uh, what we see in other states is um, once one regulatory procedure kind of takes hold, um, you see it happen a across a lot of different states. You saw that with um, pelvic exams, for example. Um, and so with, um, with, with a, whatever happens in regard to the outcome of this case, um, we might be seeing echoes of it, not just in Missouri, but in uh, states across the country. Okay. And let's be sure to be clear about what's at stake here. Um, are we talking about that Planned Parenthood location on Forest Park Ave closing? Um, well, there are... the. Sort of. So what happens is um, there are lots of Planned Parenthood clinics, and but not every Planned Parenthood clinic is an abortion clinic. Um, the only clinic that offers abortion procedures in Missouri is that one on Forest Park Parkway. And what happens is um, there is a facility within that clinic that is the abortion providing facility. Uh. And so if the license gets taken away, that clinic will still be there, but the facility within that clinic that provides the abortions will have its license taken away and won't be able to operate. Right. So people who typically do other medical business there, like at health screenings or uh, reproductive health care, that will continue? Yes. Okay. And just remind us where we are at this moment. Are we expecting something to change today? <sighs> where we are at this moment is in a waiting game. Mm -hmm. um, the judge has taken both of the arguments under consideration and um, both of the both of the arguments were submitted earlier this week, and uh, but he has not said when he plans to rule like he has in the past. And so it could be today. It could be next week. Right now, we are just refreshing the case docket on CaseNet and uh, waiting to see if anything new happens. So it's anybody's guess. And you've got your car gassed up and fresh batteries and all your gear. And <laughs> I never have my car gassed up, but I definitely have fresh batteries in my recorder. So okay. we'll see what happens. It's four <laughs> blocks away. We'll see what happens. Sarah Fenton, thank you so much for joining us to talk about this. We know you've got a lot of work to do. So thanks, <laughs> thanks for following the story so closely. My pleasure. That's Sarah Fenton. She's St. Louis Public Radio's health reporter. You are listening to St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.